The No New Friends Podcast is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For the best in vacation plannings, just visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Let them know that the No New Friends Podcast sent you. I went to the premiere. I, my mom came out to California. I was real proud. You know, I'm going to be in a Tom Hanks film. And I invited a lot of my friends and we went to the premiere. Okay, so I start watching the film. I'd never seen how it looked. And it looked so weird to be so bizarre. I got scared. I go, this is so bad. We look so freaky. So I literally walked out of the premiere. I walked out halfway through. I went out. I, I said, I'm going for a walk. I told my girlfriend, Lori, I'm going out for a walk. So I went out. I caught the bus home. Now I'm on the bus home. I swear to God. And I was literally crying. This is true. I was, I was crying because I was so sad. It looked so bad. This African-American gentleman came up to me. I goes, he goes, what's the matter, son? I go, I'm in this phone called Polar Express and it's terrible. It's a turkey. It's going to bomb and I work so hard on it. He goes, and the guy said this. He goes, oh no, the Polar Express. He goes, I heard that was a good film. And the guy cheered me up. This guy was like Clarence Angel. Mm -hmm. He just came out of nowhere. The guy's probably dead by now. He was an older gentleman. He was probably about 60. But he just was a kind man and he came and said that. And that made me feel better. So I took the next bus. I caught the bus in the background. I went back up to Man's Chinese Theater. I went in and we watched the end of the Polar Express. But I almost went home and just didn't stay for the premiere party or anything. Broadcasting from the Sandpiper Vacation Studios. It's time for the No New Friends Podcast. The podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. The good, the bad, and the funny. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. It's showtime. It's showtime. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one by our friends and family and number three on the Orlando Weekly Readers Poll. We are the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us, all of our social media links are right there on our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, check out our really sweet merchandise. Join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. That's our Patreon. For as low as $2 a month, you can watch us record all of these things live. We are streaming live now on Twitch, www.twitch.tv slash podcast. My name is Scott. I am the host. With me, as always, my amazing, talented co-host, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. Merry Kwanzaa, Bubba Job. Merry Kwanzaa, Bubba Job, yes. Our emotional support gay, Nick. It's a me. I'm a gay. Our producer, Alex. Yeah, I'm here. And sitting in for uh, Sarah this evening, the ever-popular return of Eddie Deason from Polar Express, Greece, and all that. So many, so many things. Eddie, how are you? I'm doing great. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Wish all your, all your listeners a very Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. I hope you had a happy Hanukkah. Thank you so much. So this is our Christmas episode and no no better fitting way to have one of the stars of Polar Express on. So, Eddie, I want to know all about Polar Express. Tell me, I mean, we we had you on before and you, we, we kind of teased about Polar Express, but you had worked with Bob Zemeckis before and he kind of yes. created this role for you. Yes, I, I worked on Bob's first film. It was in 1978 we did. It was called uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand. The anniversary of a rap is tomorrow. In fact, we wrapped the film in oh. 1977. The anniversary is tomorrow. I threw up. I'm the only actor in Hollywood history. I threw up in three of my first four movies. I threw up in this one. <laughs> we finished I Want to Hold Your Hand, and Bob gave me a congratulatory cigar. I'd never smoked a cigar, and being an idiot, I inhaled. I thought I was real cool, oh. and I'm like Al Capone, <laughs> Edward G. Robinson, Groucho Marx. I started sucking the thing, and I ate the whole thing down. I smoked the whole thing down. I was so nauseous, and I threw up in the 
trailer or wherever, but I remember throwing up. <laughs> That's what, when I learned you don't inhale cigars, stupid. Don't inhale cigars. That's amazing. I feel like that should have been like the first lesson in Actors 101. Like, hey, yeah. when you get that celebratory cigar, don't inhale. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you're running for president, don't inhale. Uh, right. because, you know, uh, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Eddie, when did Bob call you, or did you audition for Polar Express? Kind of, no, how did that? He, I, literally, I'm Chris Van Allsburg wrote the book, The Polar Express. It was a right. bestseller. It was one of the most popular Christmas books ever. Know it all. My character is not in the book. Bob Correct. wrote my character just for me. He just penned me in and wrote me in the part. So there was no audition. He just he had me in, and uh, that's all. When we talked, and he told me about it. He didn't tell me it was Tom Hanks. He just said we're going to be doing this thing called motion capture. It's to explain it to me then the first day on the set i go in and he showed a little clip of motion capture it looked so weird and that one of the voices sounded like tom hanks go, geez that sounds like tom hanks so anyway we all go outside there's like 50 of us lined up in the room all down a line tom hanks comes bouncing in the room comes up to me hi eddie i'm tom first one hi eddie i'm tom no shit sherlock you're kidding right this is tom <laughs> hanks my favorite movie star so i get to work with my favorite movie star my favorite director bob Zemeckis, my favorite movie star tom hanks and I, and I, you know, it was always on my bucket list to do a Christmas movie. So I got all my wishes. Eddie, can you explain, you, you said the word motion capture, and that was like a very popular yeah. thing to do back then. What, yeah. What's the process like uh, filming in motion capture? Yeah, I will explain it. And I still have a hard time understanding it myself. But this is what happened. This was the very first motion capture film. We were in the Guinness Book of World Records. The oh, first wow. motion capture film. Now, every day, the four of us, it was me, Tom, Nona Gay, who was the hero girl. She's Marvin Gaye's daughter, by the way. She's I lovely. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's lovely. And she. we had a day in the dressing room. Just to, let me allude to this real quick. We had a day in the dressing room. I was saying how Jimi Hendrix had the greatest version of the national anthem ever. And she goes, no, 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 my father did. Uh, so the next day she comes <laughs> in with a tape of her father, Marvin Gaye, singing the national anthem. She was very proud of it. She goes, that's how the national anthem should be sung. Incredible. She was very proud. She was very sweet. And anyway, the fourth of us was Peter Scolari, who unfortunately we lost last year. I was in the uh, hospital, who I loved. I had worked with Peter in a movie called um, Rosebud Beach Hotel, a real turkey in like 1990. And I loved him. He was the nicest guy ever. So that was the four of us. And we formed like a really tight friendship, the four of us. Every day on the set, we'd hang out together. But anyway, I want to answer your question. Motion capture, okay. Every day, the four of us would get dressed in a scuba suit scuba diver suit they would glue a scuba cap to our head now they would take a pen literally and mark 152 dots on our face like freckles they mark 152 dots all over our face then they had these little electronic beads buttons whatever you call them they would glue 152 dots to our face and we'd all walk around like idiots with these things glued to our face walking around in scuba suits the four of us now we would do our seat people think we just did the voiceover no we acted out the entire film we wow. go, hey, what kind of a train is this? You know what kind of train it is? Well, do you? We acted it all out. And then, as weird as it sounds, they would have four kids act out the same scene. They had a little kid, Tom, little kid, me, a little kid, Nona, a little kid, Peter. <laughs> no. They would act out the same scene. Somehow on screen, it comes out as the kids, but it's our movements, if you can understand that. I don't yeah. understand what you say. The movie was 19 years ago, but that's the process we did every day. I can't believe it's 19 years ago. That's yeah. crazy Isn't to I me. Know. I know, really, how time flies. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. How long did that take to film then? Uh, I was on it 11 weeks. I think pr pretty much 11 weeks because I was there pretty much all the time. Yeah. That's not too bad. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what, what, ha tell me about the long lasting effects. I mean, this has been an instant classic when it came out 19 years ago. Are you still doing a lot of Polar Express ex uh, um, appearances? Do, do you and the well, cast get together? I, I did 
I did the video game. There was a video game like 2006. Oh. I remember I did that. And I did a couple tours. I think Steve got me on a couple tours a couple, few years back. They have them, you know, all over the country now. It's an institution. And I would be on the train ride. You know, we'd have cocoa. Sometimes I would go in and see kids. and We'd all have cocoa. And the kids are dressed in their pajamas. We'd have like a pajama party. And it's really a beautiful Christmas tradition. I didn't do one this year. But and last year I was in the hospital. The year before I wasn't feeling well. I was in, you know, because of my heart surgery, I wasn't in good shape. But right. I did them around 2018, 2019. And they were really fun. I'd like to do them again. Hopefully, Steve can get me booked on them next year for the 20th anniversary. Oh, I'm sure that'll be yeah, huge. Big, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, man, what was it like working with Tom Hanks? Okay. He was the greatest guy in the world. So wonderful. This is my favorite Tom Hanks story. Do you guys remember Captain Kangaroo, the show? Oh, yeah. Okay. There was Captain Kangaroo. Was a little, for those of the listeners who don't know, Captain Kangaroo was like a kiddie show. It was a show for kids and they had little cartoons on it. And they had Mr. Moose and Mr. Green Jeans. And it was a, a show for kids. It was the first series I loved. I was about six years old. I'd watch it every day before kindergarten. Anyway, one day on the set, Captain Kangaroo died. Bob Keeshan had died. We heard the news Captain Kangaroo had passed away. So I was real bummed out in the in the makeup room. I'm real sad Captain Kangaroo died. I was real depressed. So Tom Hanks comes in. He comes, comes right over. Did you hear the news? Captain Kangaroo died. And he talked to me. He tried to cheer me up. And we talked about how most, much we both loved Captain Kangaroo. So I got made up. I left the makeup room. I'm out there. It was a bright, sunny day. Tom Hanks comes out the door. He follows me out. He stops me. I'm looking up. Tom's, you know, he's about six two. He's a couple inches already. I remember I was looking up at him in a bright sun. He sang me the Tom Terrific song. There was Aww. a character in Captain Kangaroo called Tom Terrific. Uh, you can see it on YouTube. I can't imitate him. I'm Tom Terrific, and this is my dog, Mighty Dog. He sang. Tom sang me the whole song. I'm Tom Terrific. He just, without saying a word, he sang me the whole song. So I'm looking up at the sun. I'm thinking, freaking Tom Hanks is singing me the Tom Terrific song. <laughs> so he finished singing. I was absolutely speechless. So I said what was in my heart. I go, you know what? You're a great guy. You're a great guy. I said it exactly like that. And he just smiled and walked away. He was that kind of a guy. He's like, he's like surreal. He's like a force of nature. He'd do stuff like that all the time. He'd just do this crazy off-the-cuff stuff. He'd come in, you know, every day. Like, I'll just give an example. He'd come in and say, uh, Eddie, what was the worst ripoff in Oscar history? Like, I, I don't know. I can't think of it. He goes, well, oh, I think it was that Cary Grant never got an Oscar. Or he'd come in, you know, every day, you know, uh, uh, what do you look for in a girl the most? What kind of girl would you like? Or he'd come in every day. And I realized every day I can kibitz and chat with Tom Hanks. But he'd say these out of left field questions. You know, he was really out there. Yeah. Huh. Do you, do you still talk to, uh, to, to Tom? Do you stay in touch? No, I haven't seen him since the, the premiere. I was there. This is the story of the premiere. This is a true story. I went to the premiere. I My mom came out to California. I was real proud. You know, I'm going to be in a Tom Hanks film. And I invited a lot of my friends and we went to the premiere. Okay. So I start watching the film. I'd never seen how it looked. And it looked so weird to me. So bizarre. I got scared. I go, this is so bad. We look so freaky. So I literally walked <laughs> out of the premiere. I walked out halfway through. I went out. I, I said, I'm going for a walk. I told my girlfriend, Lori, I'm going out for a walk. So I went out. I caught the bus home. Now I'm on the bus home, I swear to God, and I was literally crying. This is true. I was, I was crying because I was so sad. It looked so bad. This African-American gentleman came up to me. He goes, what's the matter, son? I go, I'm in this phone called Polar Express, and it's terrible. It's a turkey. It's going to bomb, and I work so hard on it. He goes, and the guy said this. He goes, oh, no, the Polar Express. He goes, I heard that was a good film. And the guy cheered me up. This oh, guy was wow. like Clarence the Angel. Mm -hmm. He just came out of nowhere. The guy's probably dead by now. He was an older gentleman. <laughs> he was probably about 60, but he just was a kind man. And he came and said that. And that made me feel better. So I talked, took the next bus. I caught the bus in the background. I went back up to Man's Chinese Theater. I went in and we watched the end of the Polar Express. But I almost went home and just didn't stay for the premiere party or anything. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, later I went up to Universal. There's a Universal City 
in Hollywood. I later went up there and my friend Tommy and I were there. And we happened, Gary Getzman, one of the producers who works for Playtone, one of Tom's partners, happened to be there. And he goes, Eddie, what are you doing? I go, well, I'm going to take my friend Tommy to see Polar Express. And then he said, oh, I'll pay. And he paid. And I watched it on the screen with Tommy. It was like a new unit of time. And we got out and I, I saw how beautiful it was. And Tommy was, uh, Tommy, uh, just, this is the sad part of the story. Tommy had Lou Gehrig's disease. His body was like atrophying apart. And he was like, I'm not ridiculing him, by the way. He just had like a spastic body and his body was gnarled. And he couldn't talk. He would like spit. And he, his body just got worse and worse. And he knew he was going to eventually suffocate. And he eventually, I think he eventually took pills and died. But anyway, I took that took Tommy to that film and he saw it and he loved it. And please, can I just interject one last Tom Hanks story? This is the last time I Please do. We, Tom, after we finished Polar Express, Tom Hanks goes, Eddie, I hear you're a baseball fan. You want me to take you to a Dodger game? I'm going, are you kidding? Of course. So he goes, you can be your friend. So I brought Tommy. Now, Tommy, like I said, had Lou Gehrig's disease. He was in the last stages of Lou Gehrig's disease. He could hardly walk. Tommy and I would walk, and I got used to catching him. He would, like, literally walk, and he would fall. And I got used to catching him. It was just a routine. I would catch him, put him up, and, he, he, you know, he would walk real more. He was kind of like like Quasimodo almost. He just looked he just looked weird, and he would get these dizzy spells, and it, it was just a horrible thing. But anyway, I brought him to this. I thought he'd have a great time. So I'm sitting there in the box seat, and Tom Hanks comes down. And I'm, I'm in the row behind him, and Tom sits by Tommy. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, is this going to be a train wreck? Is he going to look bad in front of Tom Hanks? Where, did I make a dumb mistake? So I look down. Tommy is talking to Tom Hanks. He's, and I'm not ridiculing him. I'm just saying how he goes. And I really like the movie. That, and he's trying to talk. And I noticed Tom Hanks was listening and nodding real earnestly and going, yeah, uh-huh. And he was, I just the kind of mentioned Tom Hanks. Is, he was just, I'll never forget the look on his face. He was listening earnestly to Tommy. And listening and assimilating every word he said, you know, and really allowing him to be there. Then he took a baseball and signed it for Tommy and gave it to Tommy. That was probably Tommy's last happy moment on earth. Oh, oh wow. That's oh. cool. Eddie, Eddie, Tom Hanks is your oh. favorite actor. I have, I, I know what my answer is for this. Who's yours? Uh, uh, well, well, my oh, geez, I, well, I was going to say, what's your favorite Tom Tom Hanks film? I want to know what your favorite uh, film is. Mine, okay. mine is Captain sure. Phillips. Uh, when he has that okay. anxiety attack in the, in the, in the, like one of the final scenes, I almost had an anxiety attack. It's like the perfect representation. And that just what made me just admire him even more. So it's like, he's just so good at, at showing, yeah. not telling what, what's your favorite Tom Hanks. It's always great. I, I have five. I love, but I'm going to, I love, I love Polar Express, the green mile, uh, a mm. league of their own, of course, Forrest Gump. And yeah. uh, there, there's one other one. I oh splash. Those are my five. Uh, favorites. But mm. if I had to pick one, my desert, I, I would have to say a league of their own. I just, league I love around. that film so a, much. It's, such it's a good the one. best. It's the best women's. I don't like the feminists. I don't. I don't. Whatever. But I think that's the best women's empowerment film ever. That women. You know, every woman should see that. It's be required viewing. It's such a beautiful story. Yeah. And he's so great in it. He's funny. He's touching. Uh, Penny Marshall was wonderful. I loved her. And yeah, it was just a great movie. Yeah, fantastic. Hard movie. to argue against awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite's that thing you do. I absolutely oh, that's love, another that one movie. I love No, that's a great that's another one I love. So there's six I love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to take anything with Phillips. I'd have to I'd have to see that one again. I only saw it oh, once. So good. Most of them I've seen several times. I know yeah. what Nick's is. What? Story. Story. Yeah, he's oh, got a tattoo of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I he's, he's given us so many classics. He has, he has. Yeah, yeah just everything he's in is is gold. Yes, absolutely. Um, what was your, what was your favorite part working on Polar Express? What was what's the thing that sticks out the most? 
Um, well, I loved all the cast and crew. Everybody, it was like one of it was like Greece in the sense that you're getting paid to go to a party every day. It was just so much fun. People always ask me about Greece. I go, what was Greece like? And I go, do you remember the greatest party of your life? Do you remember the best party where you just had the most fun time? You didn't want to leave. I go, imagine that party lasting for two months. I go, that's what Greece was like. And that's what Polar Express was like. It was like, you're just among these wonderful, nice people. Everybody was your friend. We all loved each other, you know, and, uh, everybody was, we just had a ball. So um, I, I guess the experience of meeting Tom Hanks, a force of nature like that, he was so wonderful. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I love Nona. She was she was a lovely lady. And I and Peter Scolari was the nicest, sweetest guy in the world. I always loved him. So, you, you know, just the four of us, we were kind of like the Wizard of Oz. We, we formed a quartet and we were really, you know, unbreakable during those 11 weeks. We talk every day and hang out every day. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, Eddie, I've told you this before. You are you're a big part of my family's holiday traditions you know when when i was a kid before on christmas day before my sister and i were allowed to go open up presents my parents made uh, made us but we would all lay in my parents bed and we would read the polar express the, the the original book so we were so excited when that movie came out and uh and we get together every single year we've never missed a year every year we get together and we do our polar express sleepover where uh, everybody comes to my house we sleep we watch the polar express we have hot chocolate during the hot chocolate song uh, and and watch polar express so thank Very you cool. for being part of my uh, my holiday traditions oh i'm i'm so proud i'm so happy that's beautiful so before we get to uh, word of the day, Eddie, tell us about Cameo, because I really want our listeners, especially now, this is the holiday season. This is the time. Uh, tell us about Cameo real quick. Sure. There's this thing I do. That I've been doing it for about six years. Now, I was uh, to get into my own story. I had open heart surgery in 2020. So I was out pretty much the last those three years, 2020, 2021 and 2022. I was in the hospital almost all last year. I was in the hospital in and out in 2021. And I just was pretty messed up in those years. Uh, they had me on a drug called Xanax. It was a horrible time but i'm back healthy this year and i'm back doing what's called cameo videos i started doing them in 2017 uh you can send an order and these are great at christmas we're getting a lot of christmas orders you can just have somebody wish somebody a merry christmas say merry christmas this is eddie decent from greece this is eddie decent from the polar express or whatever movie you like you know or you know this is just eddie decent i want to wish you a very merry christmas happy hanukkah i hope you have a happy new year and all your holiday wishes come true and i can send a message you know and uh it's very nominal fee you know, it's it's different things. The most expensive if you want it twenty within twenty four hours. But if you want it made within a week, you know, Christmas is five days away, so you can get a five day window. It's like twenty two bucks or sixteen bucks. They're very cheap, and they make a nice stocking stuffer for Christmas. Just Google Cameo videos. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's such a really cool thing to receive this uh, this cameo and and it's you know from eddie deason from polar express and and yeah. i know i'm gonna order one uh so that i can play it for my family when we do our polar express sleepover this weekend because oh thank how, you You're yeah, very how, how cool would that be for you know <laughs> yeah. the, the know-it-all kid to all of a sudden make a cameo if you will oh yeah so I'm excited about that. Uh, I'll put the link for Eddie's cameo in the episode description. So just as you're listening, just scroll down and uh, and make sure you order a cameo from uh, from Eddie Deason. Eddie, I, I have a question for you. So sure. you you're casted or accredited as just the know it all kid, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. W was there ever a name that you associated with that character that or anybody yes. associated mm -hmm. on set? That's a great question. I get asked that a lot. It was not in this. It was in the script, but it mm -hmm. was not in the movie. 
But his name is actually, this is a great trivia question. It's Lenny. Lenny. Oh, Lenny is his name. Lenny, but it's never said in the movie, but in the script, it is oh, Lenny. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Pretty he's cool. never actually told. There's just one they go, you know, that that know-it-all guy. They just call right. him. Just kind of, right. They call him the know-it-all kid. Uh, yeah. Very cool. That's None cool. of them have names. The only person that has a name is Santa. Because yeah. you have you know hero what? boy, You're right. hero girl. You're right. There's hero boy, hero girl, uh, the lonesome boy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, here we go. Here is Lord Remy's Word of the Week and uh, Abby's little segment afterwards. Praise your Savior, let him speak. It's Lord Remy's Word of the Week. What is going on, the No New Friends podcast, and happy holidays from, uh, from all of us here at the Round Table family. Uh, it is I, Lord Remy, with your word of the week. So guys, here's your word, and your word is Yuletide. Which, to me, I think about it, you know, Yuletide is like a uh, a new laundry deter- detergent. I mean, you get that nice Christmassy smell. Hey, if you want your, you want your clothes to smell like Christmas, try Yuletide. I mean, that is like mm. the, uh, that'll be the best commercial ever, <laughs> if you think about it. If you want your clothes to smell like mistletoe, or smell like a Christmas tree, then try out Yuletide. Alright, so Yuletide is a term that refers to the Christmas season, encompassing the period from late December to early January, characterized by festive celebrations, gift exchange, and a general atmosphere of joy and goodwill. The word Yuletide has its origins in Old English and and is closely tied to the pageant pageant festival of Yule. Yule was a midwinter festival celebrated by Germanic peoples, including the Norse, and marked the winter solstice. This festival was a time of feasting and rejoicing to welcome the return of the sun. With the Christianization of Europe, Yule Yule became intertwined with Christmas as the celebration of birth of Jesus Christ, which is me, hello, your Lord and Savior right here, (laughs) yes. Over time, the term Yuletide came to represent the Christmas season, incorporating various traditions and and customs from both the pagan and Christian festivities. Pagan. The word of itself, the word <laughs> itself is a combination of Yule, referring to the ancient winter festival, and Tide, meaning a season or period. Today, Yule Tide is commonly used to evoke the festive and joyous atmosphere surrounding Christmas, encompassing the spirit of giving, celebration, and goodwill. And guys, here is your joke. Oh God. What do priests and Christmas trees have in common? Their balls are just ornamental. And there what? you guys have it. That was your word of the week. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> with the correct pronunciations to last week's word of the week and the words I've been learning in middle school. I heard my dad told you about that I knew the truth about Santa, but I think you all misunderstood. I know that Santa exists and he's my dad. Think about it. Santa is morbidly obese, loves to eat cookies at midnight, loves to employ (laughs) little people like Chris and Sarah for free, is as old as Jesus, and he volunteers to let kids sit on his lap. I heard that Eddie Deason's Star of Polar Express is on tonight. I am going to be watching Polar Express this weekend on our 86-inch TV. I'm not really sure why we have that big TV. My stepmom says that my dad is compensating for something. 
eye grease since he's getting so old. His eyesight is getting pretty bad. So, this week's middle school word of the week is mid. Mid is used to insult or degrade something or an opposing opinion, labeling it as average or poor quality. We wait three segments of this boring podcast to get to Jersey Man, Florida Man. And it's just mid. That's all for me, Slay Queen. That, that could have been the best one yet. <laughs> that was good. That was He's really good. good. He's talented. Yeah, I love my daughter. She's so- yeah, it's Scott's daughter. She's so great. You're very blessed. Uh, yes. I'm also very surprised that Remy didn't say, like, make the old-time gay and make some sort of joke about that. that. True. Yeah. 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 You're listening to the New New Friends podcast when we come back. Travels and tribulations and more with Eddie Deason. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. That's why... I've been using I Believe services for the past six, seven years, and they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hi, this is Bruce Valanche, and uh, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast, unless they look like Matt LeBlanc in the early days. He could be my friend. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. As always, uh, Spotify, Apple, leave us a a five-star rating and review. We love that kind of stuff. Uh, Nick, do you have any reviews off the top of your your head, uh, your fingertips? Any reviews? Um, Just one fingertip. Just one fingertip. We got one in from Remy's Roundtable. Remy said um, five stars. I hope so. Of course. I mean, it should be five stars. Um, And he said that Nick's the best co-host on the show. It's hard to argue against. That's all. That's all it says. So that's what I I mean. I agree. Uh, Okay. So thanks for for posting that. I appreciate it. You can always leave us a review. We love that kind of stuff. All right. uh, Here is the sophisticated gentleman with travels and tribulations. What shall it bring when the gentleman rings on travels and tribulations? All right, team. Finally managed to turn off the fiction setting on my time machine. Looks like I'm in Victorian England now. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to sleep, and then I'm gonna wait for Santa Claus to arrive, and when he does arrive, I'm gonna tell him to wear a bulletproof vest so that he ends up not getting killed by Grimace That's... and Matt from Wii Sports. I forgot future. how Santa died. See what happens. Yeah. Gonna head to sleep here. Chris? What the hell are you doing here, man? 
You look paler than Sarah. Hold on a sec, there's gonna be three spirits that visit me? And you're being really weighed down? Doesn't surprise me. I mean, with the way that you've been eating, I'm surprised you're not even more weighed down. Oh, great. You've got something else with numbers, a top 10 list? Darn, this is absolutely horrifying. Well, if I really do have to deal with these spirits, can't I have them all at once? That's what she said. And what Nick said. And what Chris said. Alrighty, well, looks like we're doing a Christmas carol here since Scott failed to do it two times. Not the only time he's failed multiple times to do something. Easy. Looks like we're doing it on this segment. Let's make it happen. Well, it makes sense that Scott's the ghost of Christmas past. I mean, he's lived through all of it. All right, we heading into my past, Scott. Gonna, what, check out the Amish, or we're gonna maybe take a look at when I made a deal with the devil. Holy Grail, maybe? Or are you going over to a donut shop? Shoot, I think Scott forgot what he was doing here. <laughs> kind of like how he forgot to play the theme song to my segment last Sorry. week. Let's see, that's the what, third or fourth time Scott's forgotten something related to me this year. Sorry. Seems like there's a trend here. And that's why in my tier ranking of No New Friends host, Scott is probably going to be seven or eight. I love Christmas as is, and I don't like inclusion. And you wonder why I didn't even bother to acknowledge your birthday after you're saying things like this and inappropriate things earlier this year about people of other Stop. ethnicities. I really don't want to support that at all. Plus, I didn't want to remind you that you're nearing 78 years old. You want to know how your kids knew that Santa wasn't real? Because they took one look at you and they already saw someone who's older than Santa. All right, well, Ghost of Christmas Past didn't do anything for me. Let's go ahead and see what Ghost of Christmas Present has. I always thought the Ghost of Christmas Present always seemed like a real happy fella. Remind me of Santa Claus with the big sack. Anyways, let's see what Nick Scott prepared to show me about what's happening in Christmas now. Uh, he's just kind of turned to the side there. Now he's setting up a lobster nativity scene? Oh, no, wait, that's Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Aloha there. Okay, now it looks like Nick's gonna show me some things happening in Christmas present. No, wait, he's just trying to get me to buy a vacation here. <laughs> Maybe I'll just ghost him for five, six months and then tell him that I'm going to a completely different country because I don't actually know where I'm headed. <laughs> well, Christmas present was a bust, too. Let's check out Christmas yet to come. Join the fun it's time for that's from a <coughs> Oh my god. I knew that the ghost of Christmas yet to come arrived in a puff of smoke, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I also knew that this ghost really didn't say anything, but I'm a little bit surprised by how quiet it is. I'm sure there's gonna be a funny quip somewhere. Sarah always offers one, but right now it's just silent. Oh, Sarah's pointing to a car over there. Looks like it's it's being towed. Oh gosh, Sarah's running after that car now. Oh, there's a Lewis driving behind her. Alrighty, I guess I'm not going to be meeting the ghost of Christmas yet to come. This was the most disappointing version of the Christmas carols since Scott texted us back in <laughs> August stating that Remy was going to be narrating the whole thing. Wait a minute. I finally realized something about myself. I'm not sure if Santa Claus is coming after all. I mean, it's past midnight and he hasn't arrived. Well, there's only one thing I can do. Christmas is in the next week. It's up to me to take on the mantle of Santa Claus. I'm gonna go ahead and deliver these presents and well, if that was my body that was lying there in that nativity museum, so be it. Call you next week and we'll see how Christmas goes. Why did Scott tell me the last time he saw me that he was going to shoot my eye out? <laughs> Thank you, sophisticated gentleman. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I talked at the end of uh, the end of the first segment that one of my holiday traditions is uh, Polar Express every year, Polar Express. And, you know, there's a couple of other things we do. We do uh, family photos at my mom's house. We usually go to Gaylord Palms and see ice. You go to uh, Nick's we- house? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and then some other things. What do you see? What? Gaylord Palms. What do you see there? Ice at Gaylord Palms. You just got like a cup of ice? No, you've what? never what? heard of ice. Well, I, you guys don't no. live in Orlando. so No, no one on this podcast except for you does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you just go get a cup of ice somewhere and that's your tradition? Okay. They turn... Because you guys don't have snow. snow. <laughs> well, we don't have snow, but they turn one of the convention centers into this huge ice exhibit. You have to wear like these big parkas and it's usually themed every year. Like That's this year's a Florida thing to do. And now presenting ice. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> It's really fancy ice sculptures. Like every year's a theme. This year's Charlie Brown. They did Polar Express one year where they like built the train out of ice and then they have uh-huh. ice slides. Oh, and... very cool. Yeah, it's very yeah, awesome. neat. So what do you guys do? Eddie, I'll start with you. What are your holiday mm-hmm. traditions? Well, I, I'm not with family anymore. When I, when I grew up, you know, we would, I, my dad was a very generous guy. He was a flawed man, but he was a generous guy. His outstanding trait was he was generous. And my sister later pointed me out. I would say what he wasn't that great with that. And my, my and I go, but he was generous. And my sister goes, don't you get it? That's how he was showing his love. So my dad <laughs> would show his love by buying us presents. So Christmas, we would go, he'd let us loose in a toy store. He'd get anything we would. Oh, we cool. would stack him up before Christmas. We'd stack him up in the play room like cordwood we just stack our presents up and christmas day we got to break in and open all our presents you know and we go out for dinner you know like that I, my mom wasn't really a cook and our maid was probably off then so we probably went out to like the holiday <laughs> in for business meal yeah and they jewish christmas we, we we ate chinese you know i used to do the same thing actually that's yeah. funny yeah that sounds amazing we should do that the share shop <laughs> eddie what was your favorite toy shop Oh, well, there was one in Atlantic City. I, I, I don't know if it's still there. It was called Tabor's Toyland. Did you grow up we in New Jersey? It was like a fan. Yeah, it was Atlantic City, New Jersey. We go there every summer. It was called Tabor's Toyland, and we'd go there, and Dad would let us loose, and they had everything there. It was like dying and going to heaven for a little kid. Eddie, are you, you're from New Jersey? No, no, I'm from Maryland, Cumberland, Maryland. Oh, Western okay, Maryland. so not too far of yeah. a drive, not too far of a drive. Yeah, we would drive there every summer. That was our summer vacation every year for Very the first cool. 18 years of my life. Awesome. Yeah. So Eddie, you grew up Jewish. Did you you celebrated both Christmas and uh, and Hanukkah? Well, it was probably pretty much Hanukkah, at, at, you know, in those days. But I, Christmas is always my favorite day of the year. Even though I'm Jewish, I love Christmas. I think to me. Christmas is like a yearbook in school. I always use that analogy. In school, the kids always treat each other like shit all year long. And then at the end of the year, you get a yearbook and go, oh, you're my best friend. I love you so much. You're wonderful. And really, our nature is we do all love each other. But we do all this stuff. We screw around with each other all year long. You know, we play these weird games, sometimes mean games. But Christmas, supposedly, hopefully, everybody's nice to each other. Kind of like summer vacation, the yearbook. So I call Christmas like a yearbook for adults. That's pretty good. I like that. (laughs) That is funny. Chris, what are your what are your holiday traditions? <sighs> well, things are changing this year. This is the first holiday that Emily and I own a house, right? right. So uh Emily And your last holiday this, without a child ruining. Without a Christmas. child. Yeah, I'm in a very weird spot, right? Yeah. Um uh Eddie, for context, my wife is pregnant. We're having a a baby girl in May. So oh, congratulations. Thank Wonderful. you so much. We just we thank you. We just bought a house in August. We got a lot of changes going on this year. Okay. Have you chosen a name? Yes, Eliana. Oh, very pretty. Okay. Yes. Very pretty. Thank okay. you. Well, it'll um, be an exciting year for you. Definitely. Uh, very exciting. Except for Christmas yeah. day, except for Christmas day, Eddie, because let me tell right. you, let me tell you, uh, 
my wife was so excited about buying a house that she decided to have Christmas host Christmas this oh, year. Oh no. Yeah. We oh, are hosting, really? we are hosting Christmas this year, which is such a fun idea until you actually host Christmas. Right. Um, it, because you're doing all the work. Mind you, uh, I, I, I'm recovering from an injury. Emily is now pregnant. So it's like, we are both disabled. <laughs> we are really for context. <laughs> you, mean you guys cooked a Christmas meal for everybody. We will be. Yes. Well, okay. I, I, let me okay. rephrase that. Eddie. My wife will be cooking Christmas. For you. I will <laughs> yeah. do whatever she, I will do, be doing whatever she asks you me to do. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And Eddie, I want to give you context for Chris's injury. He got a paper cut the other day. Licking oh, an stop envelope. it. Oh, stop yeah. it. <laughs> I'm in charge. I, she specifically texted me the other day and put me in charge of buying frozen hors d'oeuvres. That is, that, that oh, is what, I, yeah, that is what <laughs> I will be in charge of. So uh, when she was, put you in charge of anything, did you projectile vomit? Um, I held it back, but I, I have, yeah, but it was, it was, it was definitely coming up. No, because I, 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 as soon as she said that, I text my mom and said, Hey, I need your help. <laughs> I need your BJ's membership. I need your, um, I need your, uh, wholesale. Well, we need to go somewhere to get these, uh, get these hors d'oeuvres for, for a good price. So I, I don't know what I'm getting yet. I mean, I just started Christmas shopping yesterday, so I, I won't be getting the hors d'oeuvres until probably Saturday for, for Christmas, for Christmas day. So please, if everyone, if you're religious, say a prayer for me. Um, okay. so, so traditions for me are changing this and they will be changing next year because this will probably be the last year we ever host christmas <laughs> yeah. yeah especially after having a baby it's oh, like i can't imagine so much work to yeah. get the house clean yeah you have clothes everywhere diapers everywhere yeah, no, i cannot imagine it's, it's so much. this year anyway we will be this our tradition will uh, we had traditions growing up and i'll just go into this a little bit but until this year my tradition was uh you know i lived attached to my parents house so we followed the same traditions as we did when I was younger. And last week I, I elaborated, so I won't go into what, what I did uh, with the you know, night before getting the wrapping paper and, and such. But uh, every morning uh, we would go over to my parents' place. We would open our Christmas presents and then we'd eat breakfast and then open our stocking stuffers. It was like this routine because when I was growing up until he passed away, my, my pop-pop would come over and we would, uh, we would eat breakfast and then do stocking stuffers. So that he was part of the action, got to see our faces. We opened some gifts oh, too. that's cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. and my mom has a signature dish she cooks every year which we will be eating on Christmas Eve this year. She's still making it work because she's the best. And uh, so it's going to be a little bit different this year. Uh, a change that I hope I'm ready for um, yeah. uh, mentally. And uh, I hope that Emily is ready for, for, for me to not be helping out much. Uh, no, I, no, seriously, you, like, I'm a very helpful person, but ever since she got pregnant, by me um <laughs> i i have been you have to go above and beyond right yes because so it's I, your fault exactly exactly so i try mm. i don't go above and beyond but i but now nobody does but you have to try and that's what i will be doing uh christmas days i will be trying trying my chris best <laughs> you, you know it's funny chris I, my family does some similar stuff where like every year we do christmas eve at my dad's mm -hmm. Um, and then Christmas morning, we all do at our own places. Although my mom now stays over at, at my house on Christmas mm -hmm. Eve so that she could be here when my kids open stuff on, on Christmas day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Christmas night, we typically go to my sister's and we all stay in our pajamas and that's, that's what we cool. do Christmas night with, with, with our family. Mm -hmm. Very right, cool. Yeah. It's so much fun. Okay. Nick, gay, gay people love Christmas, and I'm sure that yes. you have amazing <laughs> holiday traditions. Yeah, and and it's like Chris is kind of talking like it's changed a lot since we've had Piper um, over the years. We, I used to drive back to Lima 
Um, not sure if you guys know I'm from Lima, Ohio. Didn't they? Um, isn't that a Glee? Yeah, yeah, Glee's based on yeah, Lima. Yeah. Glee is based there. Um, so I used to go back there all the time. We'd do Christmas Eve at church with my um, my family, which um, I'm not a religious person, but it's the one time of year that we'd go to church. And it was more just for the music. Yes. The fun sing- singing. And they did like the um, crazy music with the lights and everything like that. But um, over the past few years, we've stopped you go going. to church, a Trans-Siberian um, Orchestra? Like, <laughs> it's basically what it was yeah like my uncle was the drummer in the band too so he'd come out and do a little drummer boy with some high school um kids as well too that he taught the uh, drummer boy song too so it, it used to be a fun tradition we do that and then we'd go to um the local pizza place for christmas eve afterwards oh that's cool so um so it's one of our favorite things that we always did and unfortunately the church kind of changed um pastors and um nobody really cared for him much anymore so people kind of faded away from that and since piper was born we we didn't want to travel much anymore for christmas because it's a two-hour drive there so we want to make sure that we're home christmas morning so that um, santa can deliver presents and um and that she can enjoy those presents too i don't want to have her open the presents and be like okay let's go we have to rush Mm -hmm. here and rush here so um that's one thing that i recommend to you chris once you guys have a kid don't be running around everywhere luckily your family's close thank goodness yeah that yeah. ugh, that is the worst kid. it's it's horrible it's like hey kids you get these amazing gifts but you can't play with them today. right 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 <laughs> yeah. uh my daughter and and i don't know if piper was the same way but my daughter when she she was like two or three years old she's opening up presents but she would open up one at a time and she's like okay now open it like she'd she'd unwrap it and now it's open it open it, and open it open and play. yes and i'm <laughs> like you have 15 other things just from grandma to open let's yeah. get the day moving a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like let's keep going um yeah now that um piper's at a really fun age she's so excited about santa this year um i wanted to start some new traditions oh. so this year i i made christmas cookies that my mom it's my mom's recipes that she always made for us when we were kids um, but she always gave them to our bus drivers and the teachers. So um, Sean and I stayed up really late last night making cookies and delivered them today. Um, and I had the fun opportunity to actually go to Piper's school today. For I saw their, the pictures. That looked fun. Holiday party. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, there's 23 kids in our kindergarten That's class. A lot. So it's a lot. Wow. Of, a lot wow. of kindergartners. Wow. Um, I give props to teachers out there. I, I don't know how you guys do it. I was there for two hours. I came home and took a two-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> I was drained. Um, but they had a holiday party, and I remember my mom coming to my school when I was a kid and being the volunteer mom. Um, so I'm kind of become her a little bit in that sense. And I had I, I was excited about that, and she was so excited to introduce me to her friends um, and stuff too. But um, so I, I had that tradition and then now for christmas day we do it with just our family sean's mom comes down um then we go to my brother's house which is literally a minute away um for christmas nice. nights and do the pajama thing and very just cool. very low-key right. so yeah very nice everybody has a nice tradition sounds like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, Chris, it's it was hard to do that transition. I think from the traditions I did it's for tough. thirty something yeah. years, um, I I had a hard time with that first, but you just kind of know that it's time to create your own new tradition, especially with your family too. So. Yeah, definitely going to be a huge I'm, transition I'm going into next year. Can't wait to talk more about it next year. I yeah. can't wait to talk more about what's going to happen on Christmas Day next week, even. But uh, really looking forward <laughs> to uh, making those memories with with my new family that I'll be having uh, next year. 
Awesome. All right. Uh, when we come back, we've got Jersey Man, Florida Man. Nick's going to bring us a travel update, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, plus, he'll give us an update on what's going on with his uh, his difficult client that he's dealing with. You're listening to the New Friends Podcast. We'll be right back. want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. And now it's time for the last secret word for the $250 Visa gift card contest. You're going to want to email the secret word to nnfcontests at gmail.com. This word expires on December 31st, 2023. This week's secret word is nightstand. So email nightstand to nnfcontests at gmail.com. The word expires on December 31st, 2023. This is Larry Hankin, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast. Remember, that secret word is hidden somewhere in this episode. So you're going to want to email us, nnfcontests at gmail.com. And uh, if you enter, you've got got an entry to win uh, $250. And you get extra entries uh, depending on what level tier Patreon member you are. So you're definitely going to want to take advantage of that. There's only, uh, I think, two more weeks left of secret words. So get those in. Are you guys ready to play Jersey Man, Florida Man? Absolutely. I think so, yeah. Whether flipping a fan boat or crashing a truck, these states are filled with people who suck. So it's time for us to play New Jersey Man versus Florida Man. Every week, Game Master Ryan brings us two news stories. One is from Florida. One is from New Jersey. It is up to us to determine which one is which. Take it away, Ryan. Hey, guys, this is Ryan coming to you from the No New Friends newsroom located this week at my Christmas side hustle. Of course, around Christmas time, money gets a little tight. and We all don't have a Rachel to take care of us. <laughs> so I take on side jobs to help pay for all the Christmas presents. This year, I'm a tow truck driver. Just got done picking up a car because the registration was out. Because I guess that's what they do in Florida. Pretty sure that's Grand Theft Auto. Oh, it looks like a a Mexican is following me. At least I think it's a Mexican. Judging by the red, white, and green flag hanging from the rearview mirror. Oh, wait, that's a loofah. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Why is he chasing me? He's honking his horn trying to get me to pull over. (laughs) Yep, definitely a Mexican. One second, let me honk back at him. 
<laughs> he's throwing enchiladas at me. We're back at the office now, and he's yelling at me. Can't understand anything he's saying because of his broken English. And now a little Jewish woman showed up asking how much to get her car back. She keeps trying to, I mean, talk me down on my price. She offered me all the change in her ashtray. You know that's not her money. She just picked it up off the sidewalk. Since I'm in the giving mood for this time of year, I went ahead and gave them their car back. Because we do celebrate a very special birthday this time of year. Not you, Scott. Jesus's. But it is funny, because I've noticed that Scott and Jesus have a lot of things in common. Oh, They were go. both born about 2,000 years ago. <laughs> both don't have much experience in getting nailed, but it is weird that it happened at least once. They were wow. both born in a barn. If you go up to a stranger and mention either one of their names, the stranger will immediately get uncomfortable. Both are a leading cause of anti-Semitism. Inns and hotels won't accept either of them. And wow. they both have blood. It's roughly 11% alcohol. The only difference is people only care about one of their birthdays. All joking aside, Scott, I want to wish you a happy birthday. It's Thank been you. fun being your friend for the past two years or so. And enjoy this one with your drinking, smoking, and weight problems. There may not be a whole lot left. And with that being said, let's get into this week's Florida Man or Jersey Man. And for our first story, a man is arrested for handing out pot because it was Christmas. And for our second story, a Christmas-themed bar crawl results in 300 police calls and four arrests. All right, so we've got um, handing out <laughs> pot and uh, arrested at a party. Um, I'm going to go last. I'm going to go last, by the way. Okay. Eddie, which one do you think is Florida? Which one do you think is uh, New Jersey? Say that again. I'm so sorry. Please say it again. That's okay. The you've got the handing out pot on Christmas or the uh, the 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 Christmas party with the arrest. Which one do you think is New Jersey? Which one do you think is Florida? Christmas party with the arrest is New Jersey. The gangsters are in Jersey, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Nick. What are your thoughts? Um, it wasn't me handing out the pot, so <laughs> it was not Ohio. Um. <laughs> I feel like pot Florida. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris wants to go last. I'm going to say pot Florida because we're just known for the drugs here. And yeah, the party, okay. uh, New Jersey, Chris, go ahead. Well, pot is legal in New Jersey. So I don't think you can get arrested for that. So oh. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say uh, pot Florida and the other one would be New Jersey. All right. Well, let's find out the answers. So our first story is from Florida, where a 67-year-old man is arrested for handing out marijuana to his neighbors because it was Christmas. That reminds me, I have that address you asked before, Sarah. I'll text it to you after the show. So that means our second story is from New Jersey, where four people are arrested at the Hoboken SantaCon bar crawl. Two people are arrested for possession of cocaine after one of them jumped on the hood of a car. I guess they just wanted a white Christmas. And in other news, in Polk County, Florida, of course, a man fakes a heart attack so his accomplice can steal a Barbie car for a Christmas gift. Oh. That's almost oh. as bad as faking a heart attack to get out of doing a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for me this week, guys. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, thank you so much, Ryan. Oh, man. What was he referring to? I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. All right. So last week I said that, you know, I, I just was doing the Christmas shopping last week. Yes. Uh, for my wife, um, that got done, but here's the problem guys. Like I have the gifts, but now I don't want to wrap them. No, that's annoying. Yeah. Ed, so Eddie, Eddie, in, in your opinion, is our gift bags acceptable around the holidays? Oh, sure. Absolutely. It's what's inside yeah. that counts, right? So you gotta you gotta talk yeah, to my exactly. wife, Eddie. Yeah. You got I gotta give you my wife's number so you can tell her gift bags. And, I, you're, I, and I've, the, I've collected sure. so many gift Everybody bags over the years too. Gift bag. Sure, everybody See? loves getting that. Yeah, because yeah. You, you can reuse them year after year. I think that's absolutely yeah. true. So 
I uh, I haven't wrapped anything. Um, and then my wife asked me, well, do you want me to just wrap it tomorrow? And I'm like, no, 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 no. What kind of scumbag do you think I am? I'm going to make you wrap your own <laughs> gifts. Like, no, my, my daughter will be here on Christmas Eve. She's going to wrap them for yeah. me. Uh, we'll just stay up really late and knock, knock this out. So, okay. I know that all of us procrastinate in, in buying Christmas gifts, but when do you wrap them? Is it all in one shot? Like you buy them and you take them home and you wrap them or I what? What, what I do, do we a lot got better. I, I'm I'm gay, so we wrap like really amazing, yeah. uh, and I'm really I'm really good at it. I I like to wrap them all together because I'm like super fast. Once I get into a rhythm, that's when I'm mm. fine with it. But it's getting into that rhythm of it's annoying and frustrating. I have to pull up YouTube before I wrap my gifts. I like to learn how to wrap. Um, every year too, it's the same woman. I, she's probably made so much money off of just me viewing her videos. That she never has to work another day in her life. Uh, I literally have to watch how to wrap gifts because uh, if I don't, it's bad, man. It is. It, it's really bad. Um, half a roll of tape per package. Oh, yeah. min minim minim minimum. 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 Um, it's just it's it makes me hate Christmas as much as I love Christmas. The wrapping of the gifts makes me hate Christmas. Yeah, I used to, when I was in L.A., we, they had, the Glendale Gallery was in Glendale, and I would always take my presents there to get wrapped. Steve and I just went smart. to a shopping mall, and I, I didn't know anybody wrapped out here. We went to a shopping mall, and they have a wrapping place, which I didn't know about. Yeah. What a good oh, business. My friend, yeah, Steve's coming in. What? Tell him. We have to, I have to wrap up soon, okay? Steve told me I got to wrap up right now. No worries. Um, Where can our listeners find you? Oh, oh, yes, on Facebook. Look at my Facebook page. I'm the real Eddie Dees. There's a lot of imposters out there, but I'm the real Eddie Dees. You'll see me in a plaid shirt with my mom on my page. But there's a lot of Eddie Dees. I got a friend request from Eddie Dees about two weeks ago. <laughs> no way to find me. But uh, yeah, you can see me on Facebook. It's my hobby. I post every day. Please send me a friend request on Facebook. I love new friends. And uh, yeah, I love Facebook. It's my great joy. Yeah, and like I say, order a Cameo video for Christmas or for the new year. They're a great stocking stuff. They're a great present. I want to say what a pleasure it's been to be on the show. You're some of the nicest hosts I've ever met. Oh, thank you, Eddie. You are thank you, lovely, Eddie. wonderful guys. Uh, I wish you all a Merry Christmas. I hope you all your holiday wishes come true. Thank you so thank much, you, Eddie. Eddie. Yes, I appreciate you. your time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you rap really good because you're gay and fast. Yeah, well, not just because of that. My mom was actually a professional gift wrapper at Macy's for like... Oh, oh wow. That's quite cheating. a while until they until they closed the gift wrap shop um in the early 2000s maybe um so she she was the type that like you wrapped it and you could not get that shit open it was <laughs> not easy uh, so i learned my gift wrap skills from that but what's funny is um over the years i've worked a bunch of different marketing jobs and one of the jobs i did when actually i think i was laid off um I got invited to gift wrap at the mall, but not only gift wrap, it was um, a marketing for, I forget what the book is called, but it's those like love books that are always out for like the holidays that women like to read. Maxim? Oh. Maxim, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's always characters. So we had to dress up as characters. So I was dressed up as a fireman oh! walking around, walking around oh. the mall. You have any picture um, of this? I'm gonna have to find them Please. because it was it was very entertaining. Um, but we passed all like free books to people as well too, and then did a little free gift wrapping. So, oh, that's um, so cool. Yeah. Very so, cool. Uh, so yeah, my gift wrap skills are pretty on point. I do have to say. So, so I I uh, I always look for. I actually just got wrapping paper today because I again I'm almost on my shopping. Have not wrapped anything yet. 
Um, my mom was with me at Target while I was looking for my gift wrap. And gift wrap is expensive, man. $3 a roll, $5 a roll. You know what's not expensive? The Hanukkah stuff that's 75% off at Target right now. <laughs> so happy Hanukkah, friends and family. You're getting Hanukkah gift wrapping. Just turn it inside out and draw like a snowman on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. And then if they if they if they tear into the Jewish wrapping paper, they're anti-Semitic, so they have to really carefully open the gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to do that with like birthday wrapping paper and just put it inside out. <laughs> inside when, out. When people actually rock birthday presents. I love that idea. Hold on, I I I will. If if I'm in charge of wrapping something, because sometimes that happens, where my wife buys the gifts for people birthday whatever and i'm in charge of wrapping there's no guarantee that it's going to be the appropriate wrapping paper i mean we may be pulling up to a a birthday in june with christmas wrapping paper it's whatever i can find and Mm. whatever i know i have enough to mess up on because i am not a good rapper you are not you have a lot of kids (laughs) uh all right nick you got a travel update yes i do move i'm gay Nick's on the mic, so it's time to take notice. And if you don't like it, that's homophobic. Stay the hell out of his way. Move, I'm gay. I want to give a travel update. Um, as you guys all know, uh, Christmas is around the corner. If you have not gotten a last minute Christmas gift, or if it's after Christmas and you're like, oh my gosh, somebody just got me a candle and I want to I want to gift them something. Call me. Book a vacation. It's that simple. Got me a candle. Let me get him a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Buy him a a cruise. Like show him that. Show him that you're a really good friend. It's one upping. Thought about that. That sounds like something that would happen in my house. I would buy my wife a candle, (laughs) and she would buy me a cruise. Like that's what (laughs) would happen. And I'm alarmingly accurate. (laughs) And I'm not opposed to this. And I'll I'll work Christmas Day if I need to. Call me. I'm happy to. Well, uh, unfortunately, some people, I have a couple of clients that are very needy. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that in a minute, but um, there's a lot of great deals right now. We are getting into um, wave season in the travel industry. So wave season is known as the busiest season that people tend to book their vacations. It's usually January through March. I thought it um, had something to do with surfing. Uh, partially. I mean, if you want to go surfing, I'll book that too. I just got back from Hawaii and I, <laughs> I was think, look at him. You think he's, you think he can surfboard can hold that guy? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. You're a travel agent, not a, <laughs> like an executioner. You don't, 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 I don't know if a catamaran can hold him. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's so many awesome deals and they've already started a lot of them as well too, that are running for, for the year. So um, it's the best time to book because they are running the best deals. And if the price happens to drop afterwards, I'm going to monitor those prices for you. So that's the best thing about using a travel agent. Um, I know I say that all the time. There's a lot of best things about using a travel agent, but um, use me as your travel agent. That's even better. I'll use you anytime. Or just just use me like Chris does. Um, But I I do want to talk about this client. I talked about him um, last episode, I believe, too. Oh, the asshole client. The, yeah. yeah, Punta Cana is in. Uh, yeah, so yeah. he reached out to me and like I call him May. the puta. I call him the puta Cana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for those of you that speak Spanish, you you get that. Scott's like um, speak American. What are you saying? <laughs> America. So this client, he reached out to me back in May. I looked up in my notes. He reached out in May wow. of 2023. Look in the book of vacation for 2024, which mm. is a great time. I always recommend recommend my clients plan ahead book your vacation in advance it's cheaper usually to book it in advance 
Um, usually it's pretty flexible as well too. So for some reason you get closer to that date and you're like, oh my gosh, something came up. Um, my daughter's on spring break that week and I can't make it. I need to push, I need to push my dates back. It's, it's usually pretty flexible for some of the suppliers. Um, but this guy, he reached out to me again yesterday. Um, and I'm not going to mention any names cause I don't want to throw any names out there. Um, but his wife has a lot of money, Rachel. Um, <laughs> a, a lot of money. Uh, I, I, saw, I saw that budget. And um, they're like, hey, we're ready to book. And this quote that you sent us two months ago for this resort sounds amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, it does sound amazing, but it's sold out. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that, uh, that something would sell out after, uh, you know, 60 days, right? Yeah. And wow. on top of it, they want to travel during spring break, which is oh, wow. another busy, busy time to be traveling too. So, um, this guy, Scott, I'm sorry. I, we'll I, I, I'm, we'll I almost said his name, cut that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he wants to book this trip and he's very needy. So mm. let me tell you some of his needs and requests. Um, he wants a swim up room. He's fine. Sounds, uh, if, mm, mm. A, a lot of resorts have swim up rooms. Okay. Um, why is that weird, Chris? I didn't think you could swim. I mean, this person. Uh, that's this person. Yeah. Sink to the bottom. <laughs> Listen, elephants can swim. That's true. Boy, your buoyancy <laughs> is probably great. If this is you. <laughs> if this was Scott, I feel like it'd be more like a hippo where he's just like <laughs> under the water. Um, he's like the only human being that walk on the bottom of the pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're coming to check. Up on him. He's fine. Everything's fine. Um, so yeah, he wants a swim up room. He wants club level because he's bougie, um, which perfectly fine. I, I love club level people um, usually. But this person, <laughs> this person's extra demanding because they want to be able to smoke um, cigarettes oh, on, the patio. On, their, on their patio, their balcony. Yeah, which it, unfortunately for this person, um, I'm just going to point to you, Scott, just because you're here. That's fine. Um, and, and you like to smoke, right? Yes. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little, you like to smoke your cigarettes. Um, yeah. So Mexico just passed a law this year that you can't smoke pretty much anywhere. even on public beaches, you can't smoke. Um, the resorts basically have like one spot that you can go to. Just crazy. So, the fact that their government's run by the drug cartel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. You can buy cocaine yeah. and sell cocaine. Cocaine but, on the balconies only, no and, cigarettes. <laughs> and they're, and they're checking baggages and stuff now in Mexico to make sure you're only allowed 10 cartons per person. Wait, 10, um, 10 cartons yeah. or 10 packs? 10 packs. Sorry. Okay. So um, cartons. That's, like, that's like a week. <laughs> a day for Scott. So, um, so yeah, this client um, has a lot of specific needs and I'm the type of person that's um, when working with a travel advisor, I can help find those specific needs that you might be looking for. Some of my clients are pretty flexible. They're like, just give me the cheapest room. Not this client. He's <laughs> like, I want this room. I want club level and I need the smoke. Oh, on top of that, I need direct flights <laughs> out, of, out of Orlando. So I sent this, I sent this person a lot of options because that resort was sold out because they reached out to me seven months ago and it's no longer available. So I found some other resorts in St. Lucia, um, Punta Cana. We found a couple options. We found some in Barbados and he's like, that's great, but I want direct flights out of Florida <laughs> to a country that nobody really travels too much. So um, it's been it's been a little difficult client. Um, hopefully he um, 
books soon because I don't get paid by the hour. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. a little, a little insight here. Um, so, uh, because again, this person is very good friends of mine. So I, you know, I referred uh, him to, to, to Nick yeah. and, you know, so I know a little bit of insight into the story. And he so, did mention that the No New Friends podcast on him too. So yes, that's he great. Did. Yes, oh, he did. you should mention. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So he, you know, he did reach out and got all the, uh, because they wanted to go to Mexico, can't smoke. Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, let's pivot. Uh, we're going to go to Punta Cana. Then he thought Punta Cana was still in Mexico. Turns out right, it's not. Right, yeah. uh, and Nick did a great job of sending everything for the room requirements. You know, uh, here you go. Um, swim up suite, club level. Uh, you can smoke at the resort, et cetera, et cetera. So this guy and his wife wait three or four days because... Weeks. A week, weeks no, nowadays. about a week. About a week. Um, because they I have had to make... I have receipts for this client. <laughs> I got I got three seats. They have to make weeks. sure that they've got a child sitter, uh, dog sitter, all that good stuff. So everything gets arranged. And um, he calls Nick and says, Nick, book it. And Nick's like, I'm so sorry. Those rooms are all gone now. Like this resort no longer matches your criteria. So I, the, my friend asks him, okay, well send me th then open the books. Uh, we'll uh, Jamaica, but we'll go to Jamaica uh or or whatever so so nick sends this list and and um honestly he balked at the price like he was a little bit concerned about the price but his wife was like yep. okay you know that's fine um so good for you nick that helps yeah. your commission yeah it'd be, it'd be really great um yep. if this person booked this one yeah so I, my daughter could really use the money for college someday <laughs> so nick finds this one resort that's got direct flights got everything that that uh my friend needs and um but there's only one suite of the butler, the butler suite available. So this guy says to his wife, okay, if we're going to do this, we've got to do this. Uh, Nick's on a conference call at seven o'clock. We need to do this before seven o'clock. So what does this guy's wife do? She watches every YouTube video ever made about this resort and about the butler service. Like there's a whole promo video from the mm -hmm. butlers themselves about what they do. And she's getting all excited about the butler service. And I was like, Rachel, you've got, I mean, my friend was like, Hey babe, <laughs> you've got to, you, we've got a book now. Don't get excited about the butler. Let's uh, let's book it. So vacation, I guess is still not booked yet, Nick. No, I have not heard from this person. And I told them, I said, you have until seven o'clock and I've not heard from this person yet. The last message I got was at six 42 PM. And it just says, okay. Well, and I guess come to find out, like pretty much all the resorts, the smoking areas, it, it's going to be the same type scenario. Nobody, you can't smoke on your balcony. You have to go to the smoking area. So, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, thank you, Nick, for the travel update. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, I mean, I'll keep you guys updated on this client. I'm hoping, hopeful he um, books it and then he can surprise his wife for Christmas. Would be yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, well, since his wife has to pay for it, I'm sure uh, that... Yeah. Uh, um, but I, you know, I told my friend, I said, look, I said at this rate, why don't you just have Nick book a vacation for your backyard? Because it seems like that's the only uh, place. That's the only way that the criteria is all going to be met. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I told this person too, I'm said, I'm happy to come down and make some cocktails for him. Um, I'll hold his hair. Well, he doesn't have hair. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I keep looking at you, Scott, cause he just, he looks so much I know, like you. I know we're like twins. Um, but this person did tell me they went to Mexico on time and literally laid in the toilet throwing up. So I, yes. I'm the type of travel advisor. I would 
for the right dollar, I'll come be your personal travel guide in your backyard. Let's do it. Awesome. Alex, I think I joked about death too much this episode. You ever just feel like a cleanse from no new friends? Oh, yeah, always. I Every Wednesday after I get done editing the podcast, I need a cleanse. Yeah, just like a little bit of family friendly content, right? Something wholesome. You have a recommendation? Our other podcast is his. The Disney History Podcast, I think, would be a great alternative. Do I have to like Disney? Uh, I mean, it helps. All right. Well, because I love Disney. Well, that's really good. That's a good start. Where can I listen to this podcast that I record with you? Well, our podcast comes out every Tuesday, but if you want, you can also go to our YouTube channel, Diz His Pod, and we have all of our past episodes up on there. We also on all social media under Diz His Pod. We do post every week, and uh, we also have our own Patreon, just like uh, Nimmy Friends. Really? I'm going to have to go check this podcast out that we do together. Yes. I would love if you listen to our podcast once in a while. Chris, what do you got coming up on Diz His this week? This week, we have the podfather himself, Remy, on for Babes in Toyland. Scott, spoiler alert, there's no babes. I have no idea why it's the name. And I'll tell you what, I did not talk about this on the podcast, but I did say on the podcast that I made it through most of the movie before stopping to watch it, before stopping watching the movie. I made it through 10 minutes before falling asleep very intensely, waking up in a panic and then turning the movie off completely. Horrible movie, would not recommend to anyone. But... Hmm. Interesting history, and it's kind of Christmas related. So please tune into Diz His to find out the stuff that we will tell you so you don't have to watch the movie. And that episode comes out uh, right after Christmas, right? The day after, December 26th. Perfect timing. You can connect with Diz His on all social media. That's Diz His Pod. Uh, Their episodes come out like every Tuesday, I think. Uh, So check them out. We've got some other great podcasts to tell you about. We've got Cases of Continuity, where the sophisticated gentleman is, uh, I think there's only one or two more. We're Bond getting down to the nitty left. gritty, Scott. Yeah, We're getting down to the nitty gritty of it. I know. So I'm excited about the next series that he has told me in confidence several times. And it's a good thing that he told me in confidence because I didn't remember. Uh, I don't know what he's doing next, uh, but I'm excited about it. I'm hopeful it's legally blonde, but that would be a good series to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got the Black Lincoln Collective podcast where. Freddie, Alan, and Parker, they get together. They tell a lot of jokes. It's kind of like a 90s uh, AM talk show. Super funny. Ashes to Awesome, where Chuck LaFlange brings you on a journey from his uh, addiction into recovery. And then also, Don't Wreck Yourself, where Ryan takes on the Internet's BS and uh, and discusses what's wrecking the Internet. Uh, Nick, what, uh, what podcast would you like to tell us about? Yeah, go over and listen to Unscripted, a Nola Papa podcast. Um, he actually just had on a um, country superstar that is um, part of the LGBT community as well to Ty Herndon. So, Oh, that's um, cool. Check him out. Yeah. Awesome. And uh nerd archive podcast. Make sure you check that out. You can hear uh, Sarah's husband, Lewis talk about nerdy stuff, Marvel, star Wars, tech, all that good stuff. Chris, what would you like to tell us about? Well, a podcast that I actually just guest hosted on the other day, Remy's Roundtable with the Florida Theme Park podcast, which will be out while you hear my voice right now. So you can check him out, Remy's Roundtable, if you like theme parks. If you don't, then don't give it the don't give it a minute of your time. But if you love the theme parks, you love Florida, and you love me, no, I'll just stick with Florida and theme parks. You can check it out because I hosted the last week's episode. It was the Christmas episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, Remy, for having me on. Who's also our Lord and Savior does the word of the week, if you uh, didn't put two and two together. Also, Studio 21, the baseball podcast, where they just did a special long, long, long episode about uh, all the goings on on the MLB, which is super interesting. Lastly, Big Beautiful Diz. I uh, talk about this a lot, but I went on a Big Beautiful binge the other day. So did Scott, I think. I think we both did. I did. I did. Yeah, I, I go down the Big Beautiful Diz rabbit hole at least once a month. 
And I just watched some like really old ones where Dane looks like he's about five. He's actually seven. So last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, his most recent video was Character Fight, which we uh, reacted to actually on No New Friends Reacts if you watched it live on Twitch. Um, and really interesting history gets the person behind that video. You probably never heard of the video. You should look it up and watch his video. Very interesting history behind it. If you love Disney, if you love theme parks, please check out Big Beautiful Days on YouTube. Chris, you got any cliff notes? I do. It's been quite the show. A lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day. Chris's Cliff's Notes way. Before we get started, I have a couple of uh, PSA's public service announcements here. So uh, in the news this week, Donald Trump was banned from the ballot in Colorado. In local news this week, Scott was banned from his 34th elementary school. So <laughs> a little local news for you. In other news, conflict in the Middle East rages on, unfortunately. Now, and again, in local news, Scott's racism race <laughs> rages on as well. <laughs> Uh, and one last news story: Rudy Giuliani was sued and is now penniless. If you haven't, if you haven't heard that already, uh, rumor has it he is now courting Scott's wife. <laughs> uh, first of all, before I get into the cliff notes, I do want to give a shout out to Scott. Um, we don't really talk about Scott's good things that he does on the podcast. We joke a lot about him, but tis the season. I do want to give Scott a shout out because this time of year he does give back to his local community. He voluntarily doesn't get paid for this. He voluntarily dresses up as Santa and lets kids sit on his lap in this local park. I think that's just like super sweet of you that you just let these, these children sit on your lap and it, you don't even have a time limit. You don't even you just sit on my lap as long as you want. Just tell me exactly what you want for Christmas. Really nice of you. Yeah. What are you Remy stealing jokes from other people? Abby did the same joke in uh, the first segment. I don't remember, actually. <laughs> Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, which I have been pumping out YouTube shorts like crazy, or as I call them, YouTube about average height. <laughs> <laughs> They're really funny shorts, too. They are really, really funny. Go check those out. In our first segment, Eddie talked about how he accidentally inhaled a cigar. Uh, that's almost like when Scott accidentally inhales two packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie talked a little bit about motion capture and how it works. It's almost as if he wore a skin of a child in that movie. Uh, suddenly, Scott is applying for motion capture. Oh, my God. Jobs. Oh, my God. Wow. Eddie talked about how Tom Hanks cheered him up after the death of Captain Kangaroo by singing a song from the show. Whenever a celebrity dies, Scott calls me and tells me to write jokes for him about it. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Eddie said the biggest woman empowerment movie is a league of their own. I asked Scott what his favorite woman empowerment movie was, and he said every porno ever made. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's the same, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott talked about how he has a Polar Express night every year where they reenact some of the scenes in the Polar Express. And Nick and I do a similar thing on a weekly basis. We imitate a train of sorts. Of sorts. <laughs> Stay real. Remy talked about how Yuletide is an old English term. Fun fact, old English is actually Scott's favorite race. Oh, wow. Wow. Remy also made a joke saying that both priests and Christmas balls are ornamental. Very funny. Uh, get married and you can be added to that list as well. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want uh, cleanly shaven ornamental balls... <laughs> Uh, check out manscaped.com. Use promo code NNF for 20% off. 
We talked about Christmas traditions, and Scott mentioned to Nick how gay people love Christmas. I thought they loved cock. (laughs) (laughs) There's room. There's room in their heart for both. Oh no, 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 no. Nick, you're gay. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, please add that. Add add a trigger warning to the beginning of the podcast. Only in Florida. We only have to add the trigger warning in Florida. The rest of the country. Yeah. Scott talked about how he dreads wrapping his gifts this year. In his defense, white people are historically bad at wrapping. <laughs> oh, look, we've got vanilla ice and uh, and M M&M. and M. Exactly. <laughs> Nick compared Scott to a hippo, which I thought was super offensive. To hippos, hippos eat lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> This mystery client that Nick is talking about keeps changing the destination of his vacation. Rumor has it now he wants to book a vacation to China because he saw an article online where in some parts slavery is still legal. Wow. (laughs) It's a rumor. It's just a rumor. Just a rumor. Yeah. And lastly, now this is our Christmas episode. I'm still trying to figure out who Santa is. He's super fat with a beard, so I thought it might be Scott. Uh, I kept thinking, though, and he's fat, has a beard, and it works once a year. So I thought he might be me. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh. But then when I realized that he makes an appearance once every year, I know who it is. I will be leaving mimosas out this year for Mary. Oh. <laughs> and those are my cliff notes. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. Okay. If you'd like to connect with us, all of our social media links right there on our website, no new friends podcast.com. And uh, you can join our clubhouse, become a friend with benefits, watch us record all of these things live every week and get a bunch of other member exclusive uh, benefits. Uh, you get extra entries into the secret word contest. So you're one step closer to uh, $250. I think you're good. I- I think I am good. Yeah, I think you're good. I, I got sh- I got shorter with the uh, the outro. Yeah, I'm thinking too. I'm like, yeah. oh, I think he's got everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. On behalf of our Lord and Savior Remy, Abby, the sophisticated gentleman, Game Master Ryan, our producer Alex, our special guest host Eddie Deason, Nick, Sarah, Chris, I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, bye, bitches. Oh, and Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs>